Are you in the market for a new car? Hi, this is Josh Lang with First Bank Hampton. It's a great time to purchase a vehicle with our special rates on car loans. As your local community bank, know you can count on us with competitive rates, flexible terms, and same-day financing. For a limited time, as a thank you, you'll receive a free gift with your loan while supplies last. So when you're ready to purchase that new or pre-owned vehicle, be sure to stop in and visit with our personal team of lenders. First Bank Hampton is a member FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues affecting our area. And now, here's today's Newsmaker Program presented by First Bank Hampton, home of Nesteg. Today on the Newsmaker, we are joined by Iowa Falls Mayor Mike Emerson, going to get an update on the city of Iowa Falls, what's going on there here this spring and summer. Always nice to think about the spring and summer, not going to think about the snowfall anymore. And Mike, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot, Mitch. So Mike, let's begin. Just kind of tell us how things are going in Iowa Falls. How are you guys doing as a council and all that stuff? Yeah, things are going well. I'm, I'm in my second year. My first term as mayor here and I'm learning a lot and uh, it's been busy. We've got a lot of projects going on. Yeah, so let's dive a little bit deeper into that. What kind of projects do you guys have planned for this summer? I know a lot of area cities are talking about street work. That's always a big one when the summer months come around. What do you guys have planned? Yeah, all the typical stuff here too. The street work will go on, you know, patching up those winter potholes and that sort of thing. We're always busy with that kind of stuff. Bigger stuff, probably. We've got a lot of ash trees being taken down right now, that whole ash board. We've got a lot of trees coming down and it's necessary, but it's tough to see. All these gorgeous trees along our streets that have been there for you know, years are coming down and it's kind of tough to see that, but it's necessary. So that project is well underway right now. It's amazing how that has brought so much destruction. I know here in Hampton, you've been busy. So guys in great communication then with not only the DNR, but like maybe a tree board as well. And they're continuously trying to stay out of that as well, Mike. Yeah, for sure. We've got a tree board here in town. So they're on top of that. I think we've got two or three crews maybe in town now kind of dividing up the work to get that taken care of. They're doing a great job, you know, cleaning up well with minimal interruption to, you know, the city and traffic and stuff. So the crews are doing an an excellent job. I guess one more question on that, because here in Hampton, it was maybe centralized to one location at Banshell, but there's, you know, sporadic trees throughout town. Is your EAB infestation kind of centralized to one spot or is it all around the city of Iowa Falls? It's really all around, but right now the crews are really focusing on Washington Avenue, which is one of our main streets through town. It's our east-west street, and they're really kind of knocking those out. Those are bigger trees. There's a lot of traffic there, so I think they're just trying to get those out of the way first to sort of get the disruption sort of taken care of. But yeah, they're everywhere. I agree. It's so unfortunate to see those trees come down. That EAB, you know, 15 years ago, people are saying, you know, it's a few counties now. I believe there's three or four counties in northwest Iowa still without an infestation. I've talked to DNR officials. They say it's not a matter of if it comes, but when it comes for these counties. So, again, we're joined by Iowa Falls Mayor Mike Emerson. Just getting an update on things going on in Iowa Falls. Mike, the last time we talked... You yourself used to be in law enforcement. In our last interview, you're talking about staffing issues within your police department, and you weren't the only police department to deal with staffing issues. Just kind of give us an update on how it's going with that department there in Iowa Falls. 
Yeah, staffing in law enforcement is an issue across the country. Certainly, it's affecting us as well. When I first took over as mayor, we were down a couple officers at least. And since then, we've had the former chief resign, brought in a new chief, and he has been working diligently to get us back up to full staff. And we are at full staff now, which is great. It's not a lot of places can say that. So in that area, in terms of law enforcement, we're good. We're back up to full staff and trucking along there at full steam. This kind of goes into my next question. Before I get to it, are you able to give them a decent salary in terms of police officers? Because I know a couple of cities around here are not able to have a second or third police officer just due to budget issues. You guys are good on that front? Yeah, we're good. I mean, everybody would like more staff. You know, when I started as a police officer in Iowa Falls back in 1997, we had 11 police officers. Now we're at 10. And part of that is because if we want to attract people and pay them a wage that is, you know, within market range, you know, we've got to cut some corners so we can function with 10. You know, there's no loss of service and it helps us, you know, meet that wage, stay in the market with wages. Would it be nice to have 11? Yeah. You know, it just helps with, uh, you know, time off and things like that, but we can function with 10. The chief assures us we, we can function with 10 and we're doing okay there. And in terms of staffing within the city, you know, other departments, maintenance workers like that, you guys are standing good there as well? Yeah, we're doing pretty well there. We had one retirement of a longtime Parks and Rec director, Chris Coonley, fabulous employee of ours, got his well-earned retirement. So we're looking at what we're going to do there in terms of hiring a new Parks and Rec supervisor. But otherwise, yeah, we're sitting pretty well staff-wise everywhere else. And finally for you, Mike, this time of year, it's always fun within city councils and board of supervisor meetings is when you get to talk about city and county budgets. I know you guys probably had some hearings already, but there's a new passage of Iowa law where property taxes will be cut, meaning some less money to the city. Will you guys be seeing any major effect on that or not? Yeah, we were just getting ready to certify our budget when our city clerk informed us at the meeting that this had passed. And so they were going to have to reconfigure a few things. It's not going to be a huge issue for us. It's just, it's not going to be a big impact, but it's, it's something that we had to think about and had to hold off on a vote and reconfigure a couple things, but it's not going to be a huge problem for us. Well, it's good to hear. Again, we are joined by Iowa Falls Mayor Mike Emerson as we're talking about things going on in Iowa Falls, what's coming up here this spring and summer, as he alluded to. EAB found its way into Iowa Falls, like many other counties and cities across the broadcast area. Very unfortunate situation going on, not just in Iowa, but the Midwest. And Mike, before we let you go today, anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, just a couple other projects. You know, prior to me becoming mayor, the city had done a housing survey and determined that we were woefully behind on residential housing inventory here in Iowa Falls. And the council really started working on ways to try to get our housing inventory back up. You can't grow a community and bring jobs in if you don't have places for people to live. So that's been a real priority of the council. As of right now, we have three residential developments in the works in Iowa Falls. I mean, ground is going to be broken here pretty soon. So that's really exciting for us. That's going to be a big boon. I don't remember the last time a house, a brand new house was built in Iowa Falls. So uh, that housing inventory is going to be huge for us. It always attracts more people to the city too, and you have new houses to look at. So it's always big for for a city. Well, Mike, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us and I'll be happy to talk with you down the road. Thanks a lot, Mitch. Always good to see you. All right, Mike Emerson here, today's guest on the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. 
First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker Program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com, click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker Program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton, home of Nesteg. Get ready for spring with a little help from us. Hi, this is Krista Dent with First Bank Hampton. Winter can be hard and you might be looking to renew, repair, or renovate your home. We have financing available to help you make this happen. You might also qualify for a home equity line of credit, which can help you finance more than just home improvement projects. You might be able to take that spring vacation or make that big purchase. Stop in and visit with one of our experienced lenders to take advantage of our competitive spring rates. First Bank Hampton is a member of FDIC an equal housing lender.